Hello, welcome to the playground where the players play. I am your host, Eddie Flewellen, and tonight my guest is Skylar Jett. How you doing, Skylar? Feeling blessed with no stress, and I'm staying away from the devil's mess. I love <laughs> Man, you said that too fast. I should have wrote that down, but I'll, I'll come back to that. <laughs> thank you. First of all, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, man. Awesome. Me. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go down the list of, of some of the things that Skylar, Skylar has done. This man has had a full career and he's nowhere near done yet, right? Um, award winning, um, Grammy recognized background uh, vocalist, uh, not only background, but lead as well. Okay. And he is in the A list of vocal vocalists, right? Um, and I say that because of like the list of people that he's worked with as an art, you know, list of artists that he's worked with. Um, I have a list here that is like the who's who of like people that Skylar's worked with. Um, recording performed with, recorded and performed with Stevie Wonder, Quincy Jones, Patty Austin, Lionel Richie, and this list can go on for pages and pages and pages. Um, those are the people that he's recorded and performed with. He's also a writer and arranger, and he's written and produced for Al Jarreau, Commodores, Patty Austin, and I have Tevin Campbell. And again, that list goes on and on. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even Scott was like, wow, really? You you make yeah. me sound famous, man. Keep going. No, no. no good. <laughs> and 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 I'll I'll talk about this because before we actually like started recording here, I was talking to Skylar. And for those that probably don't recognize him by name, um, I you know, I I'm I'm among I'm among that group of people. I didn't know until I actually went online. I looked at everything that Skylar's done. So um, with that, I'm going to have Skyler tell you a little bit about himself and some of the things he's done. The big thing, please kind of hold off on that until like we're at the end, because I know you're like dying to talk about that. But I will say um, Skyler is um, founder of a group called Music for Global Change. Please note that music for global, music for global change.com because yes, you're right. going to want to know about this. Definitely. So again, Skyler, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> Oh my God, go way back there. Yeah, especially with that long list of stuff that you've done, man. Man, that's 55 years of going back, man. Goodness, goodness, yeah, goodness. Yeah, no, um, no, uh, I came up with, a, well, I was raised by three women. Mm -hmm. my, my, my dad, my dad was absent, right? Okay. But, but the cool thing was the three women, um, they were all gospel singers, right? My, my mom, my grandmother, my aunt. Mm -hmm. And and then my brother was my support. And then I had two uncles that managed a lot of jazz artists like Bobby Hutchison, Woody Shaw, Michael Carvin, mm -hmm. um, Bobby Humphreys, Donald Byrd and the Blackbirds, uh, uh, you know, and, and Farrell Sanders and stuff like, anyway, um, Gene Carn and, and um, Michael Henderson, Norma Connors, my, my uncle. So when I was a child and he had to babysit me, mm -hmm. I, I was going to these clubs and you know, I can only, you know, in the daytime nobody was there. So I could I and I'm just listening to these amazing musicians, man. Uh -huh. You know, all day, you know. So And back back then it was okay. Right. It was okay for us kids to go in the clubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. <laughs> I remember but, sitting but, next to my father at a bar. I remember yeah, that. So I'm yeah, like, wow, yeah. that's not cool now. Well, you so, couldn't do that at night, you know. Right, but, right. But, 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 but uh, so I, I would have to go with him. And then my aunt, uh, she was the first black woman to run entertainment for the Presidio, which is the military base on San Francisco, right? Oh, okay. And so, so my aunt used to travel. 
she used to bring the Rat Pack there, and she used to travel with Bob Hope and, and all you know, the, all those guys met there, Sammy and all those guys, right? And mm -hmm. so what, what, my my childhood was going to rehearsals. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. My 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 aunt, my uncle had to take me with them, right? <laughs> and then it, what a life! And, uh and and then and then uh, and then my other uncle, he used to be a promoter for Ike and Tina Turner. So, oh, wow. so I've been around music all my whole entire life, right? Mm -hmm. And and uh, I love it. I mean, I started, you know, started playing in, in nightclubs at thirteen, but I was doing right. talent. I was doing talent shows around ten years old, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And and then when I started playing nightclubs, that was insane because we would do three forty. Everybody else in the band was twenty one, and I'm thirteen. Oh, man. So and I was on the basketball team for school for the school too, right? Okay. So, 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 man, I, I went straight from the basketball to the stage, right? What? Yeah. And, and, and I was playing on this naval base, right? It uh -huh. was, in, it was insane because, you know, back then you could drink at 18 years old on the military base, right? So, oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? And right. these guys, they get drunk and the testosterone is way up and <laughs> two ships is coming in and these guys want to fight. Well, where did they want to fight at the club oh. where I'm playing? Of course, of course. <laughs> so, so I mean, we had a cage. We had a cage in front of us, right? Because these dudes are throwing bottles, and you know, I'm over, don't oh, rock the boat. It was like that. You actually witnessed that kind of thing. No, I'm singing, "Don't rock the boat, baby." <laughs> <laughs> I'm hiding behind amplifiers, and that's how I started out, right, in uh, nightclubs. But uh -huh. but it was it was so cool, man. But but you know, it, it, it's it's crazy because of what it did to my life when I was young, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and this uh, is all in your early teens. I mean, you're witnessing witnessing all this in your early teens. I started playing professionally at 13, right? But but then I was an alcoholic by 15. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So all all the guys all all the guys in the band, you know what I mean? They they knew I like alcohol. Say that you know I could get a coke for now. Check this out. So uh -huh. we did three, we did three 45 minute sets, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But that 15 minutes where, where I'm off, I couldn't be in the club. Okay. Cause I, I'm not right, old right, enough right. to be in the club. Right. I, okay. So, so I would go out to the car and those guys would give me some alcohol, you know, I put it in my Coke and stuff, you know, and next thing you know, I'm jumping around on <laughs> amplifiers and, 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 and I hear these old women going, you got to come see this kid, man. This, uh -huh. this, kid, this, kid, this kid is playing this club, right? Right. And I, was, I was doing that six nights a week. So, <laughs> but uh, that's how I started. But the, the, the beautiful thing is just to, you know, get into just performing everywhere. Mm -hmm. you know, not, just, not just on, on naval bases and stuff like that, but like everywhere. And, and that changed my life forever because I was always the youngest on the band. Right. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then uh, I did that till I was 18. And then I got a call from a band in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. It was an all white band. Mm -hmm. And this band loved Tower Power. I was just going to ask. I was just going to so, ask. So, so they wanted to hire a black singer from Oakland uh -huh. to come and sing songs like that. And I used to do Donny Hathaway and all of them. Well, well, I moved, I moved from, from Oakland, staying with all black people to live in New Jersey with all white people on a ranch. <laughs> but the the ranch was really, really cool, man, because so uh, I got to open for Bruce Springsteen twice. 
What? When I was 19 years old. I was going to say, how old were you then? 19, 19 years old. 19. Opening for Bruce. So, yeah, at the Stone Pony, which is a very famous club in New Jersey. Now, mm -hmm. mind you, I had never been to the East Coast before, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I take the chance and I go. Mm -hmm. And I start rehearsing this band. And we, we're living on this ranch and it's right on the sea. Beautiful, mm -hmm. man. And matter of fact, Chick Corea used to store his piano there. So he nice. would come, come stay two, two weeks. It was like a compound uh -huh. with, all these, with all these musicians. Man, we had tree houses and all kind of, it was, it was beautiful, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Davis, Davis Sanchez, who plays with Sting, you know, uh -huh. in, in, in those days. And, you know, his band was the baddest band I ever seen. It was just three right. pieces. Uh -huh. three uh -huh. three guys man right right and, and you know, all of them working i'm sure yeah and, and back and back in that day billy cobham played drums right but 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 what happened was he gave the, his drums to uh to, to that band mm -hmm. and it, it was the clear drums you know with the mm -hmm. north oh, north yeah. right mm -hmm. yeah yeah he gave it to uh dave carb carboy and next thing you know boone carter and, and like, like i said these guys were so tight i've never seen a band that tight uh -huh. three-piece band right and they were playing uh -huh. like fusion and all right. kind of stuff like that so right. you you know it's musicians music you know it's intricate uh -huh. anyway man it was so beautiful because we take a break and they say he bar whatever and it'd be like they never stop like he's playing the song right but uh -huh. they stop for an hour okay hit this bar and they, they hit right minute i was like whoa right wow. uh -huh. and, and at that time they uh, David Sanchez, man, he was amazing on piano and mm -hmm. just rock guitar, just killing his brother, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, but but man, yeah, we started opening for Bruce Springsteen, and mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. I moved, I knew I moved back okay. uh, to the to the Bay Area, and, uh, and 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 I moved up to Canada and started playing the whole Northwest, you know, and oh. it was it was a trip because I was I was playing in an all white band, so. When you up in Idaho and way up in Oregon, different like that, you you think the clan, you think the clan's out in the south. You go up north, oh, <laughs> right? Uh -huh. You know, I, I'm walking down the street. No, that no, that ain't no no, <laughs> right? My my nerves is wrecked, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. So I've I've been through all of that stuff. But the beautiful uh -huh. thing is, it's music, man. And so gotcha. gotcha. You know, we get we get on the stage at night. You know. People love music everywhere we go. So true. And, true. and, and I just went, I went through all my career, man. I'm a, you know, mm -hmm. that that mm -hmm. brought me into, you know, when I start uh, playing with, you know, successful musicians. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Let me let me ask you, going back, going back to Oakland, where you're from um, now, now, this is a, a music mecca there. Oh, right? yeah, most definitely. I'm sure you had to be influenced by by that, you know, by that. I mean, you mentioned Tower of Power. Um, yeah. uh, Sly, Sly is more San, San Francisco, right? I, I, I'm, I'm a, the, yes, yes, oh, he's, oh, he's, he's, he's from the Bay Area. Well, they're from Texas, but they, they right, moved right. to Vallejo and they, 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 they kind of played mostly around in Oakland because Sly was on the, Sly was on the radio when I was 10 years old, right? Right. Okay. And, and you and heard I'm, that. Wait, I'm, I'm about to tell you what happened. So, oh, yeah, please. So, so, so I'm listening to Sly at 10 years old mm -hmm. and Opposite Sly, right after Sly, Wolfman Jack used to come on. Goodness. So you had Sly and then Wolfman Jack right after that, right? The, right. That radio station was booming. I mean, we yeah, had, right. that when you talk about the Mecca, right? Mm -hmm. But but anyway, I'll never forget, uh, Sly told everybody, he said, you know, 
I'm about to put a band together, y'all. And some dude called in, you out your mind, dude. You can't sing. What the, what the hell are you going to do, right? Next thing you know, that dude's on Ed Sullivan. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, so, and it's such a raw funk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's from my hometown. I mean, mm -hmm. we, we, Larry Graham started this right here, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been all over the world. When I see somebody play, play, play like that, that mm -hmm. came from my hometown. <laughs> Matter of fact, I did it. Uh, Andre got me on this. Uh, he got me on this this uh, show, and the lady was the ex mayor of of Dayton, Ohio, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she said, "Yeah, I heard about all that Oakland, all that stuff like that." You know, I said, "But but we the we the funk capital of the world, you mm -hmm. know, Ohio players." And all like, oh, who, who, who's that? Um, uh, Zap and all them kind of groups like that, right? Be careful now, because I'm from Ohio now. So, but I'm only okay. Well, hold on, but hold on, hold on. I like I told her now. When she mentioned them groups, I say, let me let me show you who came before that. Uh oh, Sly and the Family Stone, baby. <laughs> Point well taken. Point yeah, well you, taken. You can you can get all them groups every, uh, everywhere. <laughs> Uh -huh, uh -huh. Anybody and, and, playing like this in their band that came from mm -hmm, Oakland, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and as I told Skylar before, and as people that people that know me know, I am a diehard Sly and the Family Stone fan, diehard. Yeah. You know, yeah. so um, there's there's a story that that uh, about Sly, your connection with Sly, and all that, like years, like so many years later, I, I, I'm assuming. So if you don't mind, if you can share that story, because I I love love the story, how how you well, got Sly back back out. Well, well, uh, um, uh, actually, I played a Kamala Harris. Uh, she was going to be the district attorney of San Francisco. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And I got to sing with Vet, that's Sly's youngest sister. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And mm -hmm. when I look at Kamala Harris now, I go, well, this is crazy. I was there when you right. district attorney. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, Vet and I just, man, we became the best friends like right now she's godmother of my child right oh wow yeah. okay yeah yeah but but anyway we did that gig that night and i gave her a call and i said vet why don't we put a band together just doing some sly songs now none of us can sound like the band right of course mm -hmm. but but the thing about it if we get out there and people start drinking <laughs> they start singing along with you and they had a good time there you go mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so she said let's go but she said, but I, I'm not going to make them calls. I ain't going, I ain't going all through that. Uh -huh. So, so my cousin gave me this book called Polestar and Polestar is the directory for all agents, managers, promoters, rig people, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I got it in the book and I said, I said, so me, me and her and, and her, uh, her niece, Rose's daughter, right? Mm -hmm. The three of us start singing. We started mm -hmm. covering this stuff and I put together about maybe five bands with that, but I, but I made all the calls. So mm -hmm. I got in there, I started calling. I got Sly Stone. Click. I got Sly Stone. That dude dead. Click. I got Sly Stone. He's still on drug. Click. Uh, I, 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 I got that for months. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so, we put this band together and I couldn't get even $4,000 for the band to play. Right. <laughs> right. Then, I, then, then I got up to 10,000. Then I got 25,000. Then 
at that point, a friend of mine called me, uh, Preston Glass. You probably know him. Yeah. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. And he said, Scott, I got these two guys and they want to do a movie on about Sly. Can you, can you link him up? Now, now I say, well, I can link him up with his sister because I, I said to myself, I'm never going to sign any, any contracts for Sly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That'd have to be you, but I'll find you the stage. And mm -hmm. I found them 13 stages, right? Wow. Mm -hmm. So, so, so the, the next thing, you know, man, um, uh, those guys said, "Hey, we, we want some supply really bad." I said, "Well, you got to do something for us. Get this is before Sly got in the band, right?" Mm -hmm. and I, I said, "You got to get us a gig in L.A. Mm -hmm. and then I, I'll, I'll hook you up with his sister, and maybe she can get Sly interested, right?" right. So, so the next next thing you know, man, uh, those guys went honking down the street, Sunset Boulevard. Honk if you love Sly. And they had signs up and all this mm -hmm. stuff, like cause a big traffic thing, all that, right? Mm -hmm. And they got us to gig at the knitting factory. So wow. we went and played the knitting factory. And, and Vet went to go pick her brother up who lived, you know, up in Benedict Canyon then, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I had this big old place, man. You, you know, it's like <laughs> After you drive on the property, you still got to drive another 10 right. minutes. <laughs> I can only imagine. Uh -huh. you, right? So, so you know, and he, he's kind of nocturnal. So I'm sure. He, <laughs> so, so he wouldn't go out. Nobody could see him, right? But uh -huh. he would go, he would go out though. Uh -huh. But he, but he, he had a trike, you know, a trike? It's a three, three wheeler motorcycle. Okay. Okay. You've seen them three wheelers, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. He had those and he loves those, right? So he would, he would, you know, at night, say 11 o'clock, whatever, something like that, he'd go out and get on this track because he got his helmet on, nobody could see who he is. Right. Uh-huh. And, right. and he can see what's happening on sunset. <laughs> no, he could get beautiful. But he's such an amazing writer that that, you know, most of the time he was just in his studio just cooking soup, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But 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 the cool thing is like. So he came to see us. She went and got him and he came to see us, man. And he enjoyed himself so much. But the cool thing is at, at, at this venue, uh, you know, the, 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 the seats upstairs, right? Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. well they, we put a curtain on this side right over the stage. Right. We mm -hmm. put a curtain there. So Sly's sitting there, but the people can't see him. What? Uh -huh. yeah, I said I it one time. I said, you know, you know, this blew me away. Most of the people in the place wasn't even born when Sly was out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. He's looking at he's looking at this. He can see that from downstage, right? Uh -huh. So so, uh -huh. so I, I said, you know, I'm gonna call Sly right now. Tell him how much you love. Tell, tell him my little and he heard that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The next day he called Vet, his sister. He said, I think I'm ready to come out. Wow. So, so, so what happened was, what happened was I used to own a record label doing all the rigid, original wedding songs with a partner of mine down in Fresno. Mm -hmm. And, and I said, man, I got to find, well, she calls me, she said, she said, Skyler, you got us this far. And we had already been gigging about almost six years in before this happened. Mm -hmm. He said, mm -hmm. you got us to, got us these stages, right? Mm -hmm. What you going to do? You going to hand it to somebody else? And I said, let me make a call. And I call, I call my buddy that I own the record label with. Mm -hmm. 
And I said, man, I got to find a PR person like right, right away. He said, Skyler, I'm telling you the true story, right? He goes, he, go, he says, he says Skyler, I was just in New York and I was at this record party and I had, you know, he's a photographer too, right? And, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, Sting was in the room. So this guy walks over to him and he goes, hey man, can you take a picture of me and Sting? Can you take, he said, no problem. My partner went over and he took a picture of him, right? The guy gave him his card, he a PR guy. Okay. Wait, okay. It, gets, it gets better, it gets better. <laughs> Hang in there with me. Okay. I'm going for sure. <laughs> so, so, so the next thing you know, man, he, he says, Skyler, I'm gonna call and he calls him up. And he, what? You got, what? Like mm -hmm. that, right? Right, right. He said, if you think I'm crazy about Sky, my buddy in Florida, this agent, he got Sly all over his room, everything Sly, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we call him up. So, so the guy goes, he asks, says to me, so you got Sly? I say, I can get to him, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Uh -huh. And uh, I introduced him to his sister. And remember, I told you, I'm never going to sign any contract, right? Mm -hmm, right, right. I right. told his sister, if it come down to him coming back with us, you have to, I, I'm not doing any of that. I will find you the stage there. there. Uh -huh. So mm -hmm. so the next thing you know, that guy had a gig for us. In two months, we were playing at Disney in Anaheim. What? At the House of Blues. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And, uh -huh. and uh, they, everybody, L.A. was all, they was up in that room, man. I forget that. Right. Um, uh, dude on the, on the voice he was there anyway so next thing uh, you know now this is the crazy part so he gives us the gig we go down and play now what we would do we do like four songs before slide come on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we did the four songs and people start walking out i told you he coming yeah they're going i told you they, right uh -huh, and, uh -huh. and i'm looking to this i'm looking stage right behind the curtain i'm i'm seeing slide right there mm -hmm, when they walk mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. And then he walks out, man. And I, I got to tell you, the first two rows of people standing there were crying. Really? Really? He ain't saying a note. They were just happy to see him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? And then people start coming back in. Ah, right? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. We did that gig. And then uh, Wayne Wallace called us over there in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And he wanted us to come bring Sly up there. So we went. Remember, I made all the calls. I'm the mm -hmm. one got cussed out. Right, you're doing all the uh, business, right? Right. I'm paying everybody in the band $800 a night. And I know they ain't making that in no club back home. Uh-huh. <laughs> for two hours, right? All right, right. Okay, uh -huh. okay. Everybody showed up. Uh -huh. Now, uh, and, and I pay them before they go on stage with his sister, right? Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. says, Skyler, we're going to pay them. I had them to check when they go, when they walking on the stage. They ain't played yet. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So anyway, what made me feel great was all them calls I did, all of that. When we get to Vegas at the airport, it had Wayne Wallace and Sly Stone there. You know, when you go pick up a the, the big area there where you pick up your luggage at, right? Right, right. They had right there, and I'm going, I did it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I got it. I did it. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. so then we did that gig. Let me tell you what was crazy about that one. Whoa. So, of course, nobody thinks Sly is showing up. Mm -hmm. 
Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. So now I just did a, I just did sound check with it. Right. Mm-hmm. So then I, I went back upstairs and, you know, get myself together. Me and Vec get in the elevator. And while we coming down to, to go in the elevator, there was dudes in the elevator betting that he wasn't going to show up. What? Then there's a line going out through all them damn, uh, uh, what do you call them, the, the, the machines and stuff? Uh-huh, there's yeah, a line there's a zigzagging uh-huh. all the way out right. the door, right? right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people betting in line that he's not going to show up. Uh-huh. But yet they're, but yet they're there. <laughs> Come on now. Right. So, so, there, <laughs> so, so the next thing you know, we do the same thing. We do four songs. And by that fourth song, they was right now going to get their money. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I told, I told you he was going to be here. <laughs> All of a sudden, he walks out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you the picture of me and him and, and George Wild- Wallace oh singing together. Right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so then he walks out, man. And then everybody start running back in. I, I guess these dudes had to go to get my money back, all that kind of uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. You, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And after we did that gig, the agent called us. He said, I got one more gig for you in the States, San Jose, down by Stanford. And we did that. Mm-hmm. And then he called me and Vet. He said, I need to have a conference with you. I got 10, 10 gigs for you guys in Europe. Mm-hmm. Just Montreal, like that. Montreal Jazz Festival, all of them, man. And, and you know, they already had headliners, but with Sly, oh, yeah. Sly, yeah. Sly, Sly became the head. I don't, yeah, care what headli- right. I don't care what headliner they had. They, they open it now. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. But, but man, we, you know, we went to Perugia and just everywhere, man, Switzerland. I mean, but, but, and like I said, I made every call, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Sly's sister and I had to negotiate, you know, there was always people trying to break us up. Of course. Sly, of course. You know? Yeah. Cause you don't, Sly. you don't, you don't need Sly. You don't need Skylar now. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She said, "No, no, no. Skylar got us here. Yeah, just yeah. like he said. Just like she said, Skylar, mm-hmm. if you go get us this far, what you gonna do? You gonna give it to somebody else?" I said, "No. I made mm-hmm. one call. After I made that call, is when mm-hmm. we got them thirteen gigs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he showed up at every one of my gigs because I'm singing with him on stage. I know it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh-huh. I made sure everybody in that band got paid. Man, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm gonna tell you something. How, how, how sometimes musicians." That for the six years I've been, I, I was paying people like that, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know not one of them ever had said, thank you, Scott? Wow. Really? Yeah. So, so, so Vet goes, Skyler, we're going to do a book because even his manager of 40 years couldn't bring him back out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and my cousin started going, hey, man, you know, Skyler, you're getting kind of close, man. That dude, mm, you better watch out, right? 40 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And I, I, man, my nerves was getting wrecked. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? But 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 after I did it, man, it was like so rewarding because I know people in his own band didn't mm-hmm. do that for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she goes, she goes, Skyler, we're gonna we're gonna do a book. She's always been books written about my family, but there's never been one from the inside out. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we came up with the title from one of his records, "Bloods Are Thicker Than the Mud." That's the name Excuse of the book. I'll write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Vet Stone, V E T Stone. Oh yeah, yeah, 
Okay, blood, blood is thicker than mud. So, so I said, well, that's great, Vet. You doing a book? That's great. She said, no, we doing a book, Skylar. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. You're gonna have two chapters in this book, mm -hmm. and this is the first book written from the family. This ain't Larry Graham and all the mothers who's in the band. Mm -hmm. This the mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she proceeds to tell the story, man, about where the, where the sound really came from, was her grandfather. You know, they, they were the Stewart family. See, they was a gospel right. singer. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it really comes from my grandfather. And I think it was grandfather. But, but, but the trick, they played, he played a washboard and guitar. And he mm -hmm. planted, he's planted the brothers as picking cotton. Okay. That's where that sound came from. Mm -hmm. So when everybody mm -hmm. think that came from Sly, you need to go listen, right? So mm -hmm. she tells the whole story. I mean, Vet Vet got all his clothes when he was on Dick Cavett and all that. She got all of that stuff. I, I didn't see all that stuff at the house, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm about to have her. I got a new TV show. So I'm about to have her on my TV show. With, 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 really? Really? Yeah, with, with Rose. And, and I'm trying to get Fred Freddie on there too, you know. Is there a title to the TV show yet? Music for global change. Oh, okay, okay. So it's the same. Okay. Yeah, it's, it. it's gonna, it's it. gonna be the same. Let me let me ask you this, and again, this is from a, you know just from a, being a fan of Sly. What what's it like to work for? I mean, Sly University it should be. <laughs> what's yeah. it like to work there, like in his presence? I mean, you know, I don't know if you guys had a chance to write anything together or what, but what's it like to be there, like with with this? With Sly, this is the mind. This is the mind blowing part. Mm -hmm. I've never had a conversation like this with Sly. After all that time, never, never been uh -huh. in his house, never had a meal with him. Uh huh. And I got him paid a lot of money, man. Uh huh. Uh huh. But you would think, hey, man, thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's my chapter in the book, right? Wow. Okay. And all those people trying to knock me off and all that kind of stuff like that. That's all in the book. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I got I got a ch chapter in it called dysfunctional, right? Is this is this book available now? It's right now. Oh, okay, okay. So, blood is so, thicker than mud, y'all. Blood is thicker than mud. Go to blood. Amazon, go wherever, and get that book. I know it's good. I know it's good. Well, well, because she tells things that people don't know about the family. Right, right. Like you said, it's from the inside out. I mean, you know. Yeah, and, and I mean, back from the back from the cotton days, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. where the sound really came from. See, mm -hmm. see, people can write about slide, but they don't know the inside. Right, exactly. Yeah. exactly. And that's why she said, you're going to have two chapters in this book. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and, and uh, another chapter I wrote in there, you, you know, you can have your opinion, but you, but you can't change the facts. Ah, that's true. And that's, that's the truth. That's the truth. Right. right? And, and, and so for everybody, and, and, and you know, if I had $5 every time somebody talk, told me I was crazy. I can buy a new car, man. At least you're not gonna get you're not gonna get sly out, dude. You, you need to get over it. I had. All I mean, starting that. with that, starting with that, I would have been I would have been right there with them. You know, sly, come on, come on now. I I, I got it. Hey, one. Hey, check this out. This how this how bad it is right now. Mm -hmm. So I call this one agency up. Come come to find out, the guy that I'm talking to, his father really owns the agency. Mm -hmm. right so i said hey man i i got sly stone he goes man that's a cool name man maybe i can maybe i can get him to open for what i bet <laughs> that's what i knew he was in trouble that's a cool name that's, that's a cool yeah that's a cool maybe maybe i get him to open for what are our acts 
I'm sorry. That's a shame that that you know somebody somebody that owns an agency you haven't you didn't have let your kids see yeah. the icon the icons right uh huh maybe yeah. I can get him to open for one of our ads I'm ne- I'll never forget that shit. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure I am yeah. so sure yeah oh my god you know what that speaks a lot to your you know not only are you like a, an awesome musician but I mean to your business acumen as well. I mean, the fact that you that you can do this and I mean that you have the patience to stay the course and get these people, you know, on course with you, you know, that's what I'm saying when I was talking about my uncle mm-hmm. Capus. Right. And uh, I watched him like getting mm-hmm. on the floor, cutting in newspapers and, and and, you know, putting this the, 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 the all the graphics together. They got to do whatever. And, mm-hmm. and then coming up with numbers and what it's going to cost and what's going to cost to get there and mm-hmm. who's doing the lighting and sound. I, I watched all that, mm-hmm. but I never applied it until I did it with Sly. So really? I've only met, I've only pretty much managed one guy that was Sly. And uh-huh. he didn't, uh-huh. he didn't, he knew I was doing all this stuff, but we never had a conversation like that. And, we're, and like I said, you know, 13 times I've been on stage with him too, but, mm-hmm. but I put, I helped put the band together, but me, me and Vet. Mm-hmm. Uh, put bands together, and we were just going to go and play in places in the country, Minnesota and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And as a guy would go, the, the agents would tell me, "Yeah, but they already got all these slide clone slide bands out here." Mm-hmm. I say, "But they ain't got the real family, though." Right, right. He go, "You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got the blood family." Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what kept getting me to different mm-hmm. places. I got to Amsterdam with the band. This before all before Sly got in the band. Wow. That's what I'm saying. We got back. We was tight, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he came mm-hmm. to see us, he said, "Oh yeah, I'm ready to come back." Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent, man. Yeah, I must have been working when you guys were here because there was no way I would have missed a slide concert. No, absolutely no way. Well, we I only must, did three in the states. Working. Okay, we only did three okay. in the states, right? You you did Vegas though. The the George Wallace show, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I, I had to been working because again, if if slides oh, there, yeah. I would have been there. I totally would have been there. I, yeah. I don't remember. Um, um, that's the only way I'd miss a slide show. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know. It's, it's either if I'm working or yeah. you know a little little told story. I only told this to close friends, but now everybody will know. It's either if I'm working or if my mother puts me on punishment after I'd already <laughs> bought a ticket to yeah. go see Sly because I yeah. did something that pissed her off, and she's like. Okay, just for that, you can't go. To this day, I don't know what I did. You know, yeah, exactly. But I missed that concert. And this was like, you know, in, in Akron, Ohio, it rained like crazy that night. It was a yeah. huge, huge, huge concert. And yeah. dude, I saved, I worked so hard to, to get to that concert. And my, my, my stepfather told me at the time, um, she was really worried about you going to that concert anyway. So she was just looking for you to do something and you did it. And again, to this day, I don't know what I did, but I'll never forget that. I missed yeah. a slide concert because I did something. <laughs> well, you know. to be, to, you know, it's it's a trip because I, I got to tell you this story before we, mm-hmm. we could get on to something. But yeah, right. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll never forget the first time he came to the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now we, you know, we had been rehearsing, you know, for a while, and we do we do almost like a hour forty five minute set, mm-hmm. and, and with fifteen minutes if you're gonna do you know, do some more. But but the thing about it, man, we got so tight. Mm-hmm. And you know he came to rehearsal, and we, she said, she said, Vince said he's gonna come tonight. Now we are all excited because we mm-hmm. want him to hear, you know, be in the room with us, right? Mm-hmm. This is the thing that blew my mind. So he comes in, he said, "Okay, y'all, let's see, let's see what's happening." And we start off, and 
because we're so hyped up, the song's going faster. Mm, of course, right, right. right. He said, like, hold on. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> snap. We're right. about to get fired right, right. now. <laughs> <laughs> right. So before hello, we're going to get fired. Right, right, right. He said, uh-huh. no, no, man. Uh-huh. Y'all, he's, I'm going to say it just like he said, y'all got to slow that shit down. <laughs> he said, and that's the funk, it. He said, the funk is in the holes. Mm-hmm. And when we slowed it down, like we do, thank you, Africa. That's some slow funk, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But then, but then, so, so, so I, then I see- call that personally, I call that the funk factor. Cause I know a lot of bands that will like speed things up and all that stuff. There's it's a in, funk factor involved. You gotta slow it's it in, down. It's in the holes, man. Exactly, exactly. Okay, yep. okay. So, so next thing you know, he said, I want everybody to go stand on the wall and, and, and close your eyes when you get on the wall. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, this is the weirdest request I've ever had in my career. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you say you got your eyes closed? We, we say, yeah. Stand say, against the wall, right? Yeah, yeah. We, now, we all were like, what the hell's going on? You the know, first thing I'm thinking is St. Valentine's Day Massacre. A lineup? Is this a lineup? That's happen here, right? <laughs> and close your eyes? That's even right, worse, exactly. right? Exactly. Okay. So, so then he go, he go, you know, if you ever think about Ray Charles, the funk is in his, his left foot. Mm. 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 You, you, you got to watch his left foot. That's what I the know, funk is in. I know. I now know. I'm, seen th- I'm thinking to myself, everybody there to watch him, mm-hmm. he watching Ray Charles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. deep is that, man? Very, very. Very. You spoken about the Ed Sullivan show, and I used to watch it like every Sunday. You know. Oh yeah. And Ray Charles, and you talk about the left foot. I mean, Ray Charles would be off to the side, and you that left foot was just as prominent as Ray Charles performing itself, himself. That, that's know, what it the funk was. That's where the funk is at. Even exactly. he, even James Brown was on the uh, on Larry King one time. Larry King mm-hmm. said, "Well, why do you, what is this funk there?" He said, "Everybody do it on the two and four. I do it on the one and three. <laughs> okay." Right, right. That's that's right. Hey, hey, man, come on. Man, man, it's, man. It's, tw- it's 12 notes from Bach to Rock. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And every genre, genre that we play is in that 12 notes. Mm-hmm. I like that's that from what, Bach to Rock. Yeah, that's that. That's what makes it universal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so, and, and that's what, I, I put this, all this thing in music for global change. I, I get to that because it's really important that we look further than just genres right mm-hmm. and you know what now, now that you mentioned i'm glad i'm glad that you're there because i did i did want to bring that up and i'm sure like i said at the beginning i mean skylar's got so many stories and we spent so much time talking about slide i'm sure you got like just as much just i mean so many stories where you spend just that kind of time talking on oh each my one. god i mean talk about see see look <laughs> you know <laughs> Man, we gotta get the music for global change. Man. But but yeah, yeah, as a matter of fact, no, I want to get to that now. I want to get that right and, now. And here's you know. the thing. I, I, that's crazy because COVID, man. Yeah. I started doing a lot of TV and radio stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I talk about you know, people during COVID. During COVID. Wow. It was, it was okay. great because everybody's at home, right? Right, exactly. And so but but the but but the tr- tricky thing is, man, it yeah, it's it's been a crazy career. Mm-hmm. It's been totally insane. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, three weeks ago, I, you know, I got this idea where I wanted to bring on social conscious writers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I brought on on a friend of mine's show. She, her and this guy, and they, uh, Tony, Tony Goff, and and and, mm-hmm. and Deborah Fanella, mm-hmm. and they said, Skyler, bring, you know, come on my show. I said, well, check it. I want to bring some people on to do social conscious show conscious mm-hmm. music. I did the first one with him and I'm telling them about it. I said, I just can't talk about it. I gotta let you hear what it sounds like. But then I but I I know people that like what happened was do you remember Gil Scott Heron and Brian Jackson? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, well Brian Jackson was my brother-in-law for 10 years. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Back then when they did, you know, in the bottle and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, all of them too is like you know angel dust and all that right Brian. <laughs> oh, yes. okay so uh-huh. so uh i call my brother my ex-brother-in-law and i say brian i want you to come on this show because you guys were doing social conscious music back there when in the 70s mm-hmm. you know what i mean the, the revolution will not be televised and all mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and so he said i'd be happy to come on man he gave me my first piano in 1980 anyway wow. he, he he uh so, so he came, he came on the show, and then, then I had a brother named Arnold Lucas. Mm-hmm. There was a band called Kraken way back in the seventy. They was all, all, you know, amazing band. Anyway, he uh, uh, he plays with Al Jarreau, and that he's he's in that play, play in that band with Al Jarreau and and Herbie Hancock and F- Rochelle Farrell and mm. all them, right? Mm-hmm. But but he he traveled for years with with Gladys Knight. Oh, okay. okay. So, so, so now he, you know, he started doing social conscious music. Mm-hmm. So, so I said, you know, that's this is what I want to get to is have a platform or a medium where where I can introduce people that do social conscious music, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so the next thing you know, said so they, they they called me after I got off the show and they said, Skyler, what, what do you think about having your own show? Mm-hmm. I said, I said, what time we get started? <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, right, right. Shall, shall mm-hmm. I use my pen or yours? Which one? Mm-hmm. What? Exactly, right? exactly. And so, so I, my, I got my, you know, I got my show coming up. Like that one's going to be released this weekend with them, right? Music for social conscience. Yeah, uh, music for global change. For global. Uh, music I'm for global change. Now. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Teams. Thank you. <laughs> but, 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 but on the twentieth. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm gonna show you how crazy it's been the last three weeks. On the twentieth, I got. Uh, Elaine Liz Presley. This is mm-hmm. Elvis's daughter. Oh, I got Elvis's daughter on my on my show next week, right? Wow. Now, okay. But wait, but here's the crazy thing. She listened to the first show I had with with uh, my buddy from Os- Osabisa. You remember them? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have I have my buddy on my on the first time Osabisa and his bad sister man. Oh, oh, Yolanda Charles on bass, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she just crazy. I mean, like play with Sting, everybody over here, right? Mm-hmm. So I had them on the first show and it was such fun. They said, let's do it again. So that's when I brought on the other, uh, Brian and, and Arnold. So now, now they go, let's have your own show. Let's change the whole banner to Music for Global Change. We want to help you to get this thing off, this movement off the ground, right? right? And it's beautiful. So, so uh, I'm gonna have her on the change, plus a friend of mine that does music for the Olympics. So, oh, you know, wow. but, but, but every time everybody's going to be social, social change and conscious music. That's what I think, mm-hmm. you know, music mm-hmm. for global mm-hmm. change. Right. Nice. And so I started doing speaking engagements when I get over here. 
Mm -hmm. And and it's really cool because I when I'm talking to kids and I say social conscious music, it's like mm -hmm. it don't sound it don't sound exciting, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. But, it does, but, does it have a good beat and is it is it easy to dance to? Exactly. <laughs> now, ain't no booties in this. Ain't nobody right. went to bed. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody shot nobody. None of mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Like I don't care what you're wearing. None of that stereotype. Mm -hmm. None of that. Mm -hmm. so so then the, the the next thing you know man um i get him uh i get those two on my show it's it was so much fun because we talking about we ain't talking about baby mm -hmm. baby this baby that we talking mm -hmm. about how we can solve problems mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. heal and educate uh, under some beauty that 12 notes about the rock mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the genre has always been it no it's been here. So, social people been writing social conscious, May, Curtis Mayfield, all of social conscious songs for years. Mm -hmm. But when I go out and talk to young people, I give them examples, you know, and, and I tell them, you know, uh, Marvin Gaye was a hero of mine. Mm -hmm. John Lennon was a hero of mine. Mm -hmm. Right. Bob Marley is a hero of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's so many more. Okay, right. But, you know, to, to that point, we were just talking about Sly. Sly, hero of mine. Sly was a social conscious writer as well. You well, know? Uh, well and, and to show you that you're right, after the tour was over, I really took a look at them lyrics, man. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm everyday people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hot fun in the summertime. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? I want to mm -hmm. take you higher. Mm -hmm. Dance to the music. My all-time favorite, Stand. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Back then, I mean, I, I still and, call I call that album I call that album the greatest hits album that was not a greatest hits album. It's you it's know? an anthem. It's an <laughs> oh it's an anthem, gosh. and it's yeah, an outrage. Yeah. It's an outrage that he doesn't have a star. Mm. On I Hollywood. didn't even think about that. Wow, that's a good point. That's a great point. How, how can that be when all the people under came after him got stars? Okay, we're gonna have to talk about how we're gonna make that happen. I think it cost thirty thousand or something like that. But still, somebody should have that. Everybody, right. everybody mimicking him, mm -hmm. but he don't have a star. Right? What kind of? What right. kind of? Come right. on, man. Right. I hear you. I hear you. But yeah. So, yeah, man. So, so, um, so when I looked all that, and you know what the crazy thing is, man? Like our songs now are four and five minutes, right? Mm -hmm. All them songs back then, the Motown song, they were three minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hurry up right. and get to the hook. Right, right. <laughs> we want to keep their attention. Right. <laughs> so you got to hurry up and get there. Right. Right, right. right. I know, I know. And then, then you have bands like Rare Earth, 19 Minutes, Get Ready. <laughs> right? And, and then, people listen. And people listen. And, 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 and P-Funk, right? Sly, for that matter. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. P-Funk, P-Funk. Oh, my gosh. One An nation in the side. group. <laughs> One nation. You can go have a bath and have lunch. <laughs> To still <laughs> right, right, and they right? still haven't gotten to the hook. <laughs> I, I'm only saying, man. Uh huh. You're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. So, so, but, but no. So now I've been writing uh, social conscious music since 1984. Okay. And and the very when I when I was in the Commodores, like, like I had I had a place you know in, in Studio City. Mm -hmm. But then Which, when I got, by the way, he just mentioned that he was with the Commodores. He replaced Lionel Richie. We didn't even talk about that part. I'm glad you mentioned that. 
Oh that man, speak, come on. That, speak, that speaks a lot to his vocal talent. I mean, come on now. You know, so anyway, I digress, yeah. but anyway. <laughs> so the next thing you know, man, I mean, like I'm, I'm thinking about uh, the song that I did with, with Ronald LaPrea. Ronald LaPrea is the one that wrote Breakouts. He's the bass player. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, yep. and he, told, he told me the story. And I, I got to tell you how that came about, how they wrote Breakouts, right? Please. So, so Ronald says, you know, they was living down in Alabama at the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and uh, oh God, what's that? Barry Gordy wanted them to move to Hollywood because he was mm -hmm. signing them. Mm -hmm. See, see, the Commodores, how they got the, they started open for the Jackson Five. I remember, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So that's how they got there. But then the next thing you know, uh, he wanted to move them, and, and Ronald lived on a 27-acre ranch. Now, Tuskegee, Alabama, where I lived for two years, oh, wow. uh, when, when, you, when you come into the, to the town, it says, mm -hmm. welcome to Commodore country. Oh, wow. <laughs> How cool is that? And that then, is. and then, and then uh -huh. this Lionel Richie Street, and you know, they had streets named after him. Now, after all, of it's only two lights in the whole damn town, right? <laughs> right, right. right. There's the college, you know, the Tuskegee, uh -huh. Tuskegee Institute. Anyway, so Ronald said, "Hey, man, forget that. Let's pay. For, we'll pay for your place in, 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 in down in uh, in Hollywood, was Studio City, right? North Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Anyway." And I stayed with him for two years down in Alabama. Oh, now that's nice. a that's a culture shock because you're going from sure. 13, 13 million people in LA mm -hmm. to like, you know, two. a couple <laughs> thousand maybe around there, right? right. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 but he said uh when they got to LA, they, they now they they got a beautiful studio down there in, in Alabama. Anyway, when they got there, uh and, and they're doing the doing the tunes there, just brushing them up. Mm -hmm. Barry Gordy goes, oh man, these are all great songs. Oh my God, we're great, right? He said, oh my God, wait a minute, hold on. Oh, we need about five more minutes, man. We need one more song. Can you guys come up with another song right here? Mm -hmm. And Ronald, Ronald kicked off that bass line to Brick House. What? So what? All, them, all them tunes, they scratching their head and uh, uh, getting prepared just... <laughs> instantaneously kick that butt on that song right there right <laughs> it's an anthem it is it is right right now if you're the it top is. 40 band you can't play play brick house you ain't getting in the band pretty much <laughs> pretty much that's it that's it exactly that's it that's, exactly. that's Ronald. So I, I live in it two years and all we did was write all the time, right? Really? He really? lives in Auckland, New Zealand now. And I hadn't seen him in about 20 years. And mm. he, we, we, we got in touch with each other and he flew over here to hang out with me for 10 days in London. Nice. Wow. Wow. And, and, and I wrote a tune with him while he was here. To, you know. But 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 the, the cool thing is, like like I said, Ronald, I love Ronald. He, goes, he says, Skyler, you know, LA is cool and you know, he, he wants to hang out with all the girls and you know what I mean? He got his little condo. Now check this out. But when they turned around and wrote, now I show you something. My favorite song from the Commodores was Sail On. Oh, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, and I say, well, how'd that come about, Ronald? Cause that's a country song. Mm -hmm. He said, well, Skyler, if you're listening to the radio here, they only play black music at 10 o'clock in the morning and 10 o'clock at night. How about that? One hour. It's two hours a day for black music. Mm -hmm. So all they had was rock and, and country music. 
Mm-hmm. So, so the Commodore said, why don't we just write a country song? Mm-hmm. And that was Sail On, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. But here, here, here's, let me show you about the, the ra- racist kind of stuff. So when they did Sail On, they lost a lot of their blackout audience, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, but the white folks heard it and they didn't know how they looked. <laughs> and they didn't felt know how enough. the Commodores look. Well, I, I mean, they, you know, most um, of them didn't know who the Commodores, but right. that country song, hey man, that's a good right, song, right, right? right? I like that. I like they that. Black. With the they black. country swang on it and everything. Yeah. Say long. They black. Like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. They black, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's what I talk about in the whole thing with my, my mission of, you know, uh, abolishing racism in music, mm-hmm. 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 abolishing image in music, and abolishing age discrimination in music. Mm-hmm. None of them have to, anything to do with the sound of music. Mm. Good point. The way you look has nothing to do with the way you sound. Very good. What point. you what you, what you wearing has nothing to do with mm-hmm. sound, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's part of music for global change. I, mm-hmm. I will, now that the industry is gone, if we go start over, let's take out the stuff that was wrong in the first place. Interesting how you put that. Now that the industry is gone, <laughs> it's gone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, and, and so, so well, you know, you know when that happened, right? Do tell. Okay, so so this is my theory. You you've been to Hollywood. Oh yeah, yep. Okay, there. so so you remember when Tower Records and Warehouse Records? Yes, up there I do. Was, yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. My when nine eleven happened, mm-hmm. right? Well, when the first thing when they said when the plane stopped flying, and we don't know when they're gonna start flying again, mm-hmm. that was the end of distribution in that fashion. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're right. Now, now, uh, if you was in a contract, see what they used to do back in the day, you know, they, they want 50 cent of your publishing, which musicians don't even know what publishing is. So, so that's a whole other subject I, altogether. Right. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so, so I want 50 cent, 50% of your publishing. And, uh, so what I'm going to do, the contract says you're going to have an album out by this date. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to be on stage by this date. Uh-huh. Well, that didn't happen. Right. So that's a breach of contract. Oh. Which which means, wait, wait. So which means, you know, if you signed the act for five years, you put the album, that first album, the album didn't do nothing. Well, the label would just hold you. Yeah, they sell you. Yep. yep. And you can't you can't do nothing, right? Do nothing. Right. Well, right. well, then you could get out of your contract. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we get into the whole publishing thing and all the stuff like that. Right. So this was so I put in an analogy of Muhammad Ali. First, he hit you in your gut, and when you lean over, that's when he knock you out. Right. <laughs> Great analogy. <laughs> okay. Great. So uh-huh. so that was the punch in the gut. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Right. When when that happened, because mm-hmm. all the lawsuits, all that stuff, that brought the industry down. Right. Mm-hmm. I did. So then, so then, okay. So then you got Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs steps in and says, "Hey, musician, what's wrong? Hey, man, we're supposed to be on the road. We're supposed to have our record out and all that stuff like that." He goes, "Well, check it out. I got all these servers over here. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Why don't you just throw him up there for 99 cents? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he takes 30 cents out of the 99. Mm -hmm. Wait, now he's not even, he's not even in music. Right. And he, right. he figured it out. And everybody jumped on board. Now mm -hmm. you have to be your own record company. Mm -hmm. Now you mm -hmm. get to see what record companies do, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so even though you throw in your stuff up there, he doesn't tell anybody is there. You got to go tell him it's there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what promotion was for record companies. Exactly. They, they, they yeah. pay this guy in this region and he go put it, you know, do all the record day thing at the radio station. They put it out, you know, pay under the table, whatever they got to do. Right. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Okay. So then, so now you got him up there and then Napster. Oh, that's, that's just, wait, 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 hold on. These idiots, computer geeks. Yep. Why don't we just put everybody's up, music up right, for free? Right. <laughs> yep, yep. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you think the record companies are coming back, they're not. So, uh, what? Uh, so, now you got to pay the record company. Right, right. To distribute your stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell everybody about this called Spin Up, S-P-I-N-N-U-P, -N -N right? Mm -hmm. That's distribution over here. So you got, uh, it's, in, it's in England and it's in uh, Amsterdam, but it takes care of all of Europe, right? Mm -hmm. You could put your whole record up for $29. And it goes to all the aggregators. You know, mm -hmm. the, the, the iTunes and that, that's the aggregators, right? Mm -hmm. It goes mm -hmm. to all of them. What right. makes it different than CD Baby and uh, TuneCore is that it's owned by Universal. Oh. Okay. Sorry, people, I'm writing all this down too. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm -hmm. so the cool thing about it, man, if you, you know, say, say your record starts getting hot, on there mm -hmm. you know, all, all you do is put a thumbnail of your artwork right. on there right up right. upload your song and assign it to a paypal account mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that money going directly to you right straight to you exactly you only got to pay 29 once a year mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the publishing everything you own all of it and that's the mm -hmm. way it should be right you exactly. created it exactly you know and when i lived in hollywood all those years man and because i sing a lot of styles Yes. I would take the, the trippy thing is with the with the I had a bag full of, you know Raider bag I had a Raider bag <laughs> full um, of by cassette. The way, uh, by the way, um, Las Vegas Raiders. That's cold blooded. Well, <laughs> no man, I thought you liked me, man. That's cold blooded. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't let you go without getting That's, that dude again. <laughs> they all they go always be Uncle Raiders to me, baby. So so uh, the, I had bag. See, you and I are old enough to know about cassettes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Crates of them all over the place. Okay. okay. Uh -huh. So I, I, I used to walk in, you know, talk to somebody about a record deal and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to cassettes, but I'm looking at them trying to size them up. Like, what kind of music do you like? Right. right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Because when I first started doing it, you know, I would play them the wrong stuff, the mm. wrong music. Mm -hmm. Then I got, mm -hmm. okay, maybe I should ask them what they like. Then, then I can stop all this going through the, I just go get what they want, right? 
Mm-hmm. And, and but 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 at the same time, and when they start talking about fifty percent publishing, now I know how many pennies. I know right. how many. I know how many pennies is in a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you want fifty percent of that? Uh, so 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 wait, let let me think here. Let's see. I didn't see you in the studio with me. Uh, you definitely wasn't on stage with me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> right? The, the whole creative and, process. You weren't there. You want me to give you fifty percent, right? right. Right. And I paid all the musicians to get it this far. Mm-hmm. And because you're the businessman, you want 50%. Mm-hmm. So then, but, but, so I, I, I could never sign. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't mm-hmm. do that because mm-hmm. I understand that. Check it out. So the, for, the, for everybody out there, if you had a record or a cassette, that's a call, it's called a mechanical. Mm-hmm. So you holding the record in your hand, that's matter, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but, but uh, the tricky thing is, when it goes to number one, it has nowhere else to go. So it starts heading back down the charts, mm-hmm. which, and, and the money's depreciating, right? Right, right. But not with publishing. Publishing is radio. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. you dead, you can still be on the radio. Exactly, right. Okay, right. they mm-hmm. wanted that money. And see, musicians are like, okay, publishing, what is that? See, okay, hmm, okay. Now, let's see, you go put me on the stage, I'm gonna get famous, mm-hmm. and the girls gonna crow crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can have half. The you can have the, right, <laughs> if not all of it. Some of them want all of it. See, <laughs> right. that's but 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 after nine eleven, when people start seeing that you gotta do the find distribution yourself, mm-hmm. right? You gotta go find an agent yourself mm-hmm. or a promoter yourself. And I applied that when I did slide, but but I had an icon, so it was easier, right? Right, uh, right, but, right. But you, you start, you have to do all these jobs. Just, I had to find out. I didn't know nothing about that stuff. I had lights and sound. How mm. much they cost? I, right. I didn't know that. Right, all that. Uh-huh. I had to learn uh-huh. all of that stuff, man, mm. and get clients uh, for, the, for the gig before uh, this agent took it on. Anyway, mm. man, that's, you know, that's, man, I ain't got mm. to. So music for global change. Yes. I know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I started this with my wife and, uh, and we had to figure out a way because the industry's over. How are we going to make some money off music? So I thought to myself, what if I start writing theme songs for foundations? Mm. Mm-hmm. Foundation might have three or 400,000 people right there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I can get $5 a piece from each one of them and move on to the next there one. There you go. Right, right, right. And start getting just groups of money. You don't have to have all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Check this out. How, how many people in Vegas? I think it's like, is it 2 million now? I think, well, maybe close to 3 million now. Okay, 3 million, right? Mm-hmm. All you need is 100,000 out of that 3 million mm-hmm. to spend $10 with you once a year. That's a million dollars a year. Well, it's individually, that's no money on their part. <laughs> well, 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 if I go to you, I say, hey, man. Bro, would you would you spend ten dollars with me just once a year? There you go. No, one, just yeah, once just a year, more. right? Right. I get a right. hundred thousand people. That's a million dollars a year. Mm-hmm. 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 So mm-hmm. it's about finding your own audience now. Right. Right. Seven billion people on the planet. Mm-hmm. All you gotta do is find your own audience. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. have to be world famous to be rich. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, so then now music for global change. So I started thinking about, uh, 
just conscious lyrical content, mm -hmm. but with beautiful instruments and, and music, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I needed to make it in, international, not, mm -hmm. not just, when I was at home, nobody wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't even talk to me about it. when I say, hey man, I do social culture. Oh, good luck with that, Sky, that's good. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. I get over here, man, and start writing music about the environment, uh, sports, uh, just, man, like women's empowerment. Mm -hmm. I started writing all these kind of songs, man. And the next thing, they get it over here. And then like a, a Chinese buddy of mine, man, he used to work for Hewlett Packard. Hewlett Packard invented the computer, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now this dude had 60 employees under him, shiny guy, my buddy, mm -hmm. uh, David Chan. So he, he goes, Skyler, you gotta look at the numbers. And he's right. Chinese people look at the numbers, man. It, yeah. You you ain't yeah. never seen a Chinese guy in your in your class uh, flunk math. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. It doesn't equate, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 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 he said he's the one who told me about the numbers. He, he said you got to look at the numbers. Mm -hmm. It's funny that you mentioned that because I have an Asian friend who said the stereotype is true. No, no, check it out. I came it's, to a I came to a meeting in Vegas, man. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And and uh and this Chinese guys sitting around the table, right? Mm -hmm. He let everybody talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 all that, right? He, he's sitting there like this, right? Uh-huh. And, and they said, man, got down today. Everybody talking about, man, we can do this, we can do so so at the end, what do you think? He go, Well, what's the numbers look like? Uh it got as quiet as a church right. mouse. <laughs> right, right. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Look at the numbers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that that's my thing. If uh, I'm just I started a movement where I wanna I wanna link up singers from home with producers, musician producers in in in, in Europe and mm -hmm. vice versa. Mm -hmm. Now, Skype is free. I've written over 30 songs on Skype, right? Just like you and I sitting here right now. Mm -hmm. I've written with people all over the world, right? Right, right. The fact that we can do that when we had to be in a room at the same time before, which mm -hmm. mm -hmm. is file sharing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got a timestamp and everybody sticks within the timestamp, add your part, bring it back. There you go. Right, right, right. So, so I started doing a lot of that with my social conscious music. And mm -hmm. I met these people in, well, close to Belfast and they had an event planning company, mm -hmm. right? So they, they do fashion shows and just the, the thing is called world equal. But mm -hmm. what I really fell in love with is they didn't care who you were or what your sex was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They put some amazing clothes on you. They looked for people that got cool spirit. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I, so they invited me over, over there and I flew me, they flew me in and I went to a state with them. They lived on this ranch out by the, by the beach and stuff like that. And right. they had this second little house on there. So mm -hmm. she told me about what world, I mean, you can be paraplegic, anything. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden there's designers start coming by the house and I'm sitting here watching all these people. And I got a, an idea when she said equal, because that's in my mission statement. Mm -hmm. I went next door, man, and I started writing this song called Equal. And 
I called a buddy of mine who's the biggest producer in Switzerland. I said, man, will you play keyboards on here? And I want a muted trumpet. I'm, I want muted trumpet to be my new sound, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, no problem. He played on it. Then I sent it to a couple other buddies, a buddy of mine in, in, in Australia, in Perth. He put the guitars on, mm-hmm. you know? Sent it to another friend. He put the bass on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I gave it, I gave it to them. I gave it to the event company here. Right, right. She goes, Skylar, I don't owe you any money. I, you didn't have to do this. I said, mm-hmm. no, man, I really love what you guys are doing. And I want to support. And this is my, this is my way I can support. I don't got no money, but I'm going to write a song for you, right? Mm-hmm. To use. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next thing you know, they're about to do an event. And they fly me back in. But they say, you know, they, 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 they got this lady, the PR woman is going to get them on TV. And, all, and the lady goes on TV. She said, I'm not going on TV without Skyler. Nice. So they, nice. it's a 35 minute flight flight from where I was living in mm-hmm. Scotland, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I fly over there, man. And then the PR person started moving me around to different te- television stations. Nice. And I'm talking about music for global change. Right. Two uh-huh. weeks later, the lady called me. She said, Skylar, I'm now giving you two and a half cent percent of my company. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I, I say, you don't have to do that. She said, uh-uh. No, no. I, this this is wonderful. So people mm-hmm. start falling in love with the song there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I call a buddy of mine over in Lisbon, in Port, Portugal. And I, I used to have a radio show back home. Mm-hmm. And and, and, I, and I, I started having a group song once a month from, from uh, Europe. The, and the cool thing about it, man, people would call in, hey, man, who was that? That was cool. Mm-hmm. I say, man, they, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Save 12 notes, mock the rock, no matter where you're right. standing, mm-hmm. right? And so, so then when I moved to uh, Edinburgh, I called my, that guy up and I said, man, check it out. I, I'm over here now. He said, man, right. Scott's just a two hour flight, man. Fly over here. Mm-hmm. And I flew to Portugal. And at that time, I was doing a song for a film. And I said, man, let's do a duet together on this song that I'm doing for this film. Right. He had his band there, right? Only 40% of them could speak English. And these dudes were bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They played three and four instruments. They all switching. Okay, you take some now. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they sing too, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do this song with him, man. Then he say, hey, man, two weeks, can you come back? We're doing a tour. And I, I want you to do six gigs with me over here. So I went. They're the biggest band in Portugal, right? The saxophone player in the band say, hey, Skyler, man. So I was, I was sound checking. I was just like playing a little something. He go, what is that? I said, man, I've been messing with this for, I don't know, 20 years, man. I never put no lyrics on it. Mm-hmm. He goes, Skyler, can I use that song on my record? Mm-hmm. So he flew me back in. I did that one. Then he said, can you come back and do another one? And I flew back. This is crazy. Hold on. So I flew back mm-hmm. this time. When I get off the plane, they take me to the studio. There's about 12 people in the, in the studio, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know none of these people, right? <laughs> so he says, Scott, he says, Scott, they played the track and the track was funky. Man, it was off uh-huh. the chain, right? Uh-huh. I said, uh-huh. he said, man, do, can you write some lyrics to that? I said, I don't know, turn it up. He said, that's it. <laughs> no, I've been turned it, <laughs> I've been turned it <laughs> So I wrote that <laughs> and they going crazy, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Turn it no, up. No, that's no, it. No, no, wait. 
Uh-huh. That song wind up being the number one song in Portugal. What? I'm from Oakland. That's 10 million people in mm. Portugal. Know who Skylar Jetty? I think they had me come back. I'm the only American on the stage when played the Coliseum with them, right? Mm-hmm. And I just kept moving around Europe, man, like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, it's wonderful because you you in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, where the, where the Raiders are? I'm just saying. But 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 it's about it. It's about who you call. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong, man. You I'm don't. Sorry. You know God don't I, love us. That was too easy. That was but, too easy. Yeah. I'm sorry. But. But check it out. So was it an hour flight to Los to LA? Uh, yeah, about yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you would have been in two countries by the time you got to LA. Oh wow! Okay, because I live Southern England, right? Mm-hmm. And I can fly from here to Paris in thirty five minutes. Oh, okay, okay, right? Wow! I mm-hmm. I I I I could be in Amsterdam in forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. 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 Right. So, mm-hmm. so like you got all the states there, you would be in another country. Right. Right. Okay. So, now here's the tribute thing. So I started looking at my Chinese buddy and started looking at the numbers again. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, it, 330 million Americans, mm-hmm. but there's 960 Euro, 960 million Europeans. That's a no brainer. Wow. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You can have right. that. You right. can have that right. over there. Exactly. You know, exactly. You know, but but uh-huh. linking up my thing, music for global change, because I, I want to start festivals. Mm-hmm. So I'm going out and I'm looking for all the great social conscious music writers and, and performers. And I'm gonna start putting them on stage. I got some people that's gonna put some funding up. This one guy gave me 200 acres to throw my concerts now. Oh, right? whoa, okay. 200 acres. He said, you can just use my land, Skyler. You, you gotta pay for your sound and all that stuff. So I'm gonna start all my, my festivals out uh-huh. having you know i have my buddies from portugal come in you know what i mean uh-huh. and, and, and and i'm gonna bring acts in to do social conscious music and get it off the ground you heard that guy michael fronty right michael fronty no fronty oh no. you can look him up look him up man he does social conscious music it's basically happy music right okay so but he's underground but this guy is pulling off 40 grand a night Whoa. Two, two hours of happy music, People uh-huh. hit, like hippie kids just jumping around the t- tie dye and what you know. Right. But but what's brilliant? What he did? Remember, I was telling you, you got to go out and find your audience now. Right. Right. He he went out and bought a couple of yoga studios and start playing to all the people doing yoga. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a sea of people out mm-hmm. there when he played now. Totally. Totally. But but and, and he's not mainstream, mm-hmm. which shows mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. There's a market for what I'm doing, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that and that's one of the but music global change is about writing like writing lyrical content that heals, educate, and solve problems. That's it. There it is in a nutshell. There it is. And and linking up musicians from both sides, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Now, now let me let me ask you: Are are you writing all the music, or are you looking for artists like to contribute to the writing and at music for global change? Well, I write my music, okay, but I'm I'm looking for artists that write their own music. Got you, got you. And, okay. and when I go out and talk to these young people and I play them some of my music, they go, "I get it." Mm-hmm. And and the most beautiful thing is when the young people call me, and they go, "Skyler, hey Skyler, it's something about that." Where they say, "Hey Skyler, I already know that mm-hmm. they wrote a social conscious song, right?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I let them hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I tell him, this album right here was bigger than all the love songs that Marvin Gaye ever wrote. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, 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 John Lennon was in the Beatles. Mm -hmm. He wasn't a good looking one. That was Paul, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so, but John was writing a lot of the hits, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? And, and then when, but it wasn't until he wrote Imagine. That did it. Right? That did it. Mm -hmm. Bob Marley used to do love songs at first until he mm -hmm. said, no, we got, I got to talk about the struggle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I forget that guy that owned Island Records. He he sent Bob. That's why Peter Tosh and those guys left the group because he, he said, "I'm gonna put you guys out there, but you ain't gonna make no money the first year." Mm -hmm. And that's when that that's when the, the, the you know the, the Whaler guys you mm -hmm. know, they they dropped off. But Bob did that tour for for free mm -hmm. for that year. After that, he was millionaire. After that, right. Right, right. He went out and got the exposure, right? Mm -hmm. It's 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 interesting that that now, if ever there was a time to write socially conscious music. Oh you know, boy. Oh. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, back in the 60s and all that stuff, and again, we, we kind of focused on slide earlier and they were writing it then. But man, if ever there was a time to write that music, I mean, this is it. <laughs> this I, is I've totally been doing it, it for, on pretty much every it. subject. I'm, no matter what it is, this is the time to write it, you know? But, but it, but it's but not only for that thing and I, I've been writing it for a while now and I, mm -hmm, I'll, I'll mm -hmm. send you up. But like I said, the first tune I wrote was back in 1984 in Alabama, Alabama with Ronald LaPrie. Ah, okay. And we wrote this tune with a doctor, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what we had planned to do was give all the money to charity, mm -hmm. so every fourth child in a family would get this money for their college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is when I found out how powerful it was because mm -hmm. uh, they put us on radio. They put the song on radio simultaneously on every radio station in Alabama at the same time. I don't care if he was in white neighborhood, whatever. It was on every radio station. Mm -hmm. They played it, right? This is the mm -hmm. cold thing. So they played it. And then the next morning I'm leaving to go back to LA and mm -hmm. they, I, I got posters and hats and all they're taking, I'm walking up on the plane. And mm -hmm. when I get up on the plane, man, Alex Haley was sitting right there. Oh, wow. Wow. In first, in first class, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm mm -hmm. walking by and I don't want to mess with him. And I'm going back to my seat, right? <laughs> and I and I got a standing ovation on the plane. You did? Yeah. Because some people saw me on TV the night before ah. giving this money away to uh -huh. all them kids, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the lady said, forget that back there. She sat me next to Alex Haley. Is that right? From my from Montgomery all the way to LAX. Wow. What was that conversation like? Oh my God. <laughs> uh -huh. You know what I mean? And, and, and he's like, and he's gotta sweet, be wondering, like, who is who are you a, that you get a standing ovation and on this plane and I'm here? <laughs> he was the sweetest man, man. Yeah, yeah. Really I can beautiful. only imagine. Yeah, man. Only really beautiful. And you know. And I, you know, I've been through some stuff, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, you wow, know. wow, awesome, awesome. And well, hey, I, I got a song out with Kenny G right now. You know? Uh huh. Uh huh. Wow, wow. <laughs> I toured with him too, and it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But awesome. but yeah, man. So I'll get you some music, please. And please. and uh, and you know. Keep me posted. No, I'll definitely, I'll definitely share that. I'll definitely share, share. You know what, what, 
what's going on with with you and music for global change and uh correct me correct me if i get this wrong or whatever but anybody that wants to find out everything that's going on with skylar jet go to musicforglobalchange.com that's right that's right okay. and, okay. And, and, and if you or, want to find out more on the mission statement more on this subject or more more, more on all this that's where you go music for global yeah and if you're a social conscious music writer and right you know performer and all that stuff like that um you know i'm i'm i built a platform now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's why this tv show is going to be for that is to, to to show people doing social conscious music to try to heal the world right and it's the tv show under the same name where will we where will we be able to see the show um well, that be uh, like that, on, on on youtube or, or whatever or? yeah they're going to be on youtube Okay. Okay. Uh, music for global change. You know, my YouTube. They're going to be on my YouTube channel. But but Excellent. but like the, the cool thing is like you know I'm doing it with two other people from from uh, England and mm. you know what I mean? it's so cool because they got an accent right. <laughs> hey man, Scott, kind of international now, man. You're moving around a little bit. <laughs> it's great. Uh uh-huh. uh. Uh-huh. Awesome. I love it. I love it, man. Uh uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. Hey, man, man, thanks for having me on your show. Man, man, thank you so much for being here. This was a treat for me. And uh, I have like, you know, master classes and all that. And this was definitely a master class. Thank you. And especially for like how you broke it down as far as like how the business works and all that. A lot of people want to know that and they cannot get that, you know. Yeah. And if they do look for it, I mean, it's hard to find. I mean, you got to search. And people don't easily teach that. They're just like, hey, this is how it works. No, yeah. you got to like search. You got to search high and low and you'll still get burned, you know. <laughs> But for but, that little bit that you gave, you know, if you, I'm sorry. but if you if you can go out and get your own audience, right? Mm-hmm. What, what's that? What's that kid, man? Uh, that did the country song. Uh, oh, you know Lil Nas. Nas, Nas, right? Whatever. Yeah, Lil Nas. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Lil I, Nas love his, I, I I love his story because he said I'll sleep on my kid my my sister's couch, mm-hmm. and, and I just kept putting my tune on Twitter and other, other, other right. Mm-hmm. So you have to do it for yourself now. Nobody's right. gonna do it for you. That's right. That's right. And you know, and and um, I, I like it that way though, because uh, you know, if you can find people that like your kind, oh, I'm gonna tell you this. My, mm-hmm. Remember the Chinese guy I was telling you about, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He goes, mm-hmm. attach yourself to something moving. I say, what do you mean by this? Say, attach yeah, yourself fine. to so, something moving that's that's in your kind of your genre. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's you know, it's got motion, so hook onto it. Right, right, right. And, and he said, he said, Scotty, you've been on 2,500 songs. I wish I was you. He said, he said, man, I'd fix, I'd be having so much money. It's ridiculous. Cause he says, <laughs> well, cause you know, he knows all about the blogs and all exactly. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he said, somebody's talking about a song that you're on right now. Mm-hmm. He, mm. he said, he said, uh-huh. go, go, he said, he said, go over there and say, wow, I had a great time singing on that record. Who are you? Uh-huh. Because because the whole internet experience is about being inquisitive, right? Right. Good point. Very and great he, point. He he told he told me about his buddies who started Google, and mm-hmm. and he said he said one of the guys went into the other one and said, "Hey man, we got all these fervor, these uh servers over here. What are we gonna do?" The other guy says, "Why don't we just answer questions?" Mm-hmm. They never got no they never got no dirt on their finger. Mm-hmm. They never picked anything up. Mm-hmm. just okay let's answer questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay then he say then he said so Skyler, they put about half a million into it for the first year right 
And at, at, at the end of the year, they go, hey, man, we just broke, basically broke even. And, and so, so they went to Yahoo and said, man, listen, we think we got something here, man. But, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, why don't you just buy it from us for a million dollars? And Yahoo turned them down. So and now they're bigger than Yahoo. Right. Wow. There's a lot of stories like that, right? Yeah, right, right. You know, uh, George Lucas is from my, my area in the uh -huh. Bay Area, right? Yep. yep. And he, he went to Paramount. Paramount turned him down. And now look at him. No, can you imagine <laughs> that dude that had that job? Right, right. <laughs> right. Where are they now? <laughs> oh my God, bro. Do they tell that story? Oh yeah, I turn. No, let's move on to something else. Um, yeah, just just because somebody says something doesn't mean it's so, right? Very true. And, and, great point. <laughs> great, great point. Great point. Great point. Great <laughs> point. Awesome. Awesome. That, that's why when people cuss me out, I, they, you know, that's that's their opinion. Oh yeah, that and that's that's all the, that's all the language they can use. They they're mm -hmm. not they're not bilingual, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like me, I'm bilingual. Uh -huh. you know, I yeah. speak I, I speak English and the ebonics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? You know what's cold? CNN came to Oakland, right? Uh-huh. So they go, so what is ebonics anyway? <laughs> and he said, and the little boy said, he said, he said, white people say, uh, bye. We say See ya. <laughs> and, th and there it is. There it is, bro. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, What's up, brother? What's again, up, Skylar Jet. thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. This is fun, man. I really enjoyed it. Oh, really enjoyed it. so cool, man. I love you, and, brother. And, and, I'm, I'm going to sing you some music. Oh, please. See? That's Eric Daniels. Uh-oh. I've been, I've been waiting on getting a call for this dude for three days. Eric is the keyboard player for The Voice. You you got a call from him now? Yeah, I, I've known him since 15 see, years see, old. He, see, wait, look, look, I, I'm, about to, I'm about to hook up. I'm about to hit him now, but check this out. That first show that I did, uh, Elvis Presley's daughter was listening to my show. Right. Mm -hmm. And she says, I want to come on your show. So mm -hmm. I'm going to have her on my show next week, right? The next day right. she posts, next day she posted on my Facebook. Hey guys, what do you think of, Skylar Jet writes the new anthem for Graceland. <laughs> so I wrote a song with Eric 10 years ago uh -huh. and played it for It's about to be the new anthem for Graceland. Are you serious? So I've been waiting to get, he's probably on a break because uh -huh. you know the voice is on two, two nights a week. So let me hit him. I've been trying to hit yeah, him. Yeah, man. I, yeah. And what is it? What is it? Uh, 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 what time is it there now? Like 9.30, 9.37? 940 almost, p.m. almost 8 8 8 40. 8 40 and he's yeah. look at he's, he's getting, 837 he's getting like all these calls i mean even this this time of night there in london okay no. awesome <laughs> awesome i'm gonna send you some music see, look man at, look at look at this uh I'm that that but check it out huh? black man writing the thing anthem for graceland i know i know yeah so yep. i'm gonna jump on them right now thank you you for being on your show because you made them call me. <laughs> no, no, they knew you were here. Okay, we will find him. There he yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> Skyler, don't forget my check. <laughs> right, right, right. 
What's up, brother? Much love. Much Skyler love. Jet, thank you so much for being on the playground. Really, really appreciate it. And best to you. Of, and please keep me posted. I will, brother. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for the for the fun, man.